Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. First guest, Dr. Biscar Reddy, as I said, radiation oncologist at Neckcare Parklands Hospital. Doctor, welcome and thank you very, very much for joining us. Hi, Nikki. Thanks for having us on. I really appreciate it. Um, Dr. Reddy, um, I mentioned that there's this new technology um, for advanced cancer treatment, this new variant Bravos HDR afterloader system. Um, and I knew that I, I know that it's for brachytherapy, but perhaps you can just give us an idea of what brachytherapy, in fact, is. Yeah. Uh, so, so brachytherapy is a very targeted form of radiotherapy. Um, some some of our listeners will probably be familiar with what we call external beam radiotherapy, where it's that's essentially the light therapy um, that is delivered by a machine called a linear accelerator. Um, brachytherapy is a targeted form of radiotherapy that is applied uh, directly to or into the tumor area, the area of concern that that we are treating. Um, and what it allows us to do is um, deliver. Uh, uh, you know, uh, curative usually, uh, intent doses to the, to the tumor and at the same time, um, minimize the dose to, uh, surrounding, uh, critical organs. All right. So what that means is we are able to achieve our goals, um, and at the same time, minimize the side effects or the toxicities of the treatment. Um, and, and that's essentially what brachytherapy is. So there's, there's many ways in which we can do it, but the new system at Parklands is, uh, afforded us a, a really, uh, um, uh, advanced way of, of delivering the treatment and achieving our goals. So that's great. I mean, targeted treatment is so important. So how, so then I presume it would be really dependent on the type of cancer that you have where you could use a brachytherapy. So what, what kind of uh, cancers can be used? Uh, yeah. I, I, I can use this kind of treatment. Yeah. So, so, um, predominantly for the gynecological malignancies, um, uh, chiefly, uh, cervical cancer, which, which, uh, a, a, as I'm sure you're aware is a very common cancer in South Africa, uh, as well as endometrial cancer, which is, uh, uh, cancer of the womb. Um, we can also use it for other, uh, cancers, uh, such as uh, esophageal cancer, um, and, uh, uh, prostate cancer as well. So there, there are many malignancies where brachytherapy is uh, useful. In fact, more than useful, it would be considered, you know, standard of care anywhere in the world. And uh, obviously having the latest technology, um, again, allows us to achieve our goals. So would you use um, this therapy with other therapy? With uh, uh, Would you use it with a kind of a chemotherapy as well? And also you mentioned the external beam radiation therapy. So it's often used in combination with other treatments. Um, um, for example, in our gynecological malignancies, our cervix cancers, endometrial cancer, uh, that type of patient has typically undergone surgery initially with a gynae oncologist. Uh, we work in a multidisciplinary kind of fashion. Um, so um, the, the uh, gynae oncologist would initially have done the surgery. That's then followed by um, external beam radiotherapy, uh, the brachytherapy that we're speaking about now, as well as chemotherapy. So it's, it's, uh, it's very uh, uh, common for us to use multiple modalities 
um, of treatment in order to, you know, achieve our goals. What's the success rate? Um, can you say um, with the with this brachytherapy, very targeted therapy? So it's it's more dependent on on the type of cancer that the individual has and the staging. All right. So uh-huh. uh, so 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 the the technical aspect of delivering the brachytherapy. Um, um, it, it, that won't change one's clinical outcomes, if you understand what I'm saying. That is more dependent on the type of cancer and the stage of cancer. What the therapy allows us to do is to achieve um, the best possible outcomes. And what the system is that that is now being installed at Parklands, what what it essentially allows us to do is to maximize our tumor control and minimize the dose to surrounding structures. But you, you can't really say uh, there's a you know, uh, uh, a percentage, you know, that you're looking at. Again, it depends on the type of cancer and the state. Yeah, absolutely hear you, Doc. Dr. Biscar Reddy, who is a radio- radiation oncologist um, with Netcare Parklands Hospital. They've just received new technology um, for advanced cancer treatment, the new variant Bravos HDR afterloader system. Um, and doctor, before the break, you've so, uh, you know, clearly explained how it works and um, what the brachytherapy is about. Now, I know that the HDR is high dose rate um, and you talk about it being a, a targeted treatment. Um, and this is, I, I presume, um, with the few cancers that you can um, treat using this treatment, it's an internal um, uh, treatment. Am, am I right? Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, I'll I'll use the example of the gynecological malignancies again, um, uh, which is our most common, um, you know, type of cancer that we'll we'll use with the system. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the advantages here is um, previously we would have to, um, uh, you know, admit a patient, um, obviously taking into account uh, the COVID pandemic, um, you know, all the risks that come with admission and the testing that's required and so on, as well as exposure for the patient to. Uh, you know, uh, other patients in hospital as well as healthcare staff. Um, that's, that's now, uh, been taken out of the equation. So what we're able to do is to deliver the same treatment, um, as an outpatient. Uh, there's no need for admission. Um, the other advantage is the fact that, uh, no anesthetic is required or sedation in most cases. Uh, we're able to, to do this, uh, without any form of, uh, anesthetic. And uh, as you as you said, it's an internal procedure where um, initially the gynecologist will insert a small uh, sleeve, what we call a Smith sleeve, which goes into the cervix. And uh, we then, uh, from the radiation oncology side, will um, insert a device, uh, which is uh, what we call a multi-channel applicator. And uh, 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 what the beauty of this applicator is that it uh, allows us to shape the dose very nicely. So again, it, 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 it gives us that advantage of achieving our goals, maximum tumor control and mm-hmm. uh, dose to surrounding structures. The entire procedure would typically take um, probably uh, under two hours from start to finish. That would include the insertion, um, the subsequent CT scans, the uh, planning procedure, as well as um, uh, the, the delivery of the radiation itself. Um, it's not painful at all. There's no surgery. There's no cutting involved. There's no blood. It's a, it's an outpatient procedure uh, done in the radiation unit and our patients go home relatively happy after two hours without any complications and uh, carry on with life. So it's uh, it's it's a great advantage. Wow. So um, side effects. Yeah. So so the, again, the side effects would depend on what we're treating. So again, using the example of gynecological malignancies, um, the the good news is that 
because there is no anesthetic um, and because um, we are minimizing the dose to surrounding structures, the, we, we typically see very little in, in the way of toxicity or um, side effects um, after the procedure. Um, the, the general, um, in inverted commas, side effects of radiotherapy still apply, um, and that, that, that goes for external beam radiation as well, which is obviously uh, which is uh, sorry commonly done you know prior to the brachytherapy uh, so so those uh, risks still do apply to surrounding structures but uh, you know again by by delivering it uh, through the system we're able to minimize that uh, as as maximally as possible so in a nutshell we we our patients are usually very happy after the procedure with minimal to no side effects um, after the treatment here. Mm. Uh, doctor, and what are the, the, the normal side effects for the normal external beam radiation therapy? Yeah. So, so again, uh, if it's a gynecological malignancy, what, what you, what you're concerned about is the surrounding structure. So our target, for example, in the pelvis, uh, would be the cervix or, um, yes. Um, uh, whatever it may be, um, the surrounding structures would be your bladder, your mm-hmm. rectum, and your muscles, right, as well as the skin, obviously, that you're going through. So the side effects would be related to that. So if you think about someone sitting in the sun for, you know, every day for 20 minutes a day for five weeks, you're going to have a sunburn type of reaction on the skin. Right. The exact same applies with external beam radiation. Um, as well as then the internal structures, the bladder. So it feels very similar to having, um, you know, like a, a simple, you know, urinary tract infection. If you go and see the GP, a bit of burning, a bit of uh, discomfort when you're passing urine, a bit of frequency. And then from the rectum side, very similarly, um, you know, we, we see, uh, uh, you know, a bit of loose stools, diarrhea sometimes as well. So those side effects that we typically see with external beam, which is expected, you know, to some mm-hmm. degree, and, and uh, uh, we manage uh, our patients through that, um, those things we typically uh, will not see with brachytherapy, or if we do, it's, it's really minimal. Uh, one last question, doctor, um, and perhaps it's coming from a place of absolute ignorance. You spoke about it being a, a two-hour treatment. Um, is it like um, the external beam radiation therapy where you go regularly for the treatment, or um, is the treatment, because it's so targeted and so specific, that you go for fewer treatments? Yeah, absolutely. So external beam would, uh, the, the typical course of external beam radiation would be over a, a five week period, let's say, right. um, you know, that would be your standard thing. And that's a daily event, right? So Monday to Friday, uh, uh, weekends are usually off uh, your rest period. So you're looking at, you know, five by five, 25 sessions would be the average. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, that's a, a major thing from a logistical point of view from the family side and so on. Uh, the beauty about brachytherapy is that it's a limited number of treatments um, and depending on the type of cancer and the dose that we wish to achieve, um, the average would be three to five treatments. All right. So and that uh, can be done usually over, uh, you know, a one to two week period. So we, we, we would uh, uh, typically do three or four or five standalone treatments. Um, and uh, that, that would be the end of it. I said that was the last question, but I do have one more because I'm sure, you know, our, our audience listening and who are interested in this kind of treatment are wondering to themselves if this treatment is covered by medical aids. Absolutely. No, so we, we've been treating patients now since uh, last year uh, without any problems whatsoever with medical aids. It's fully covered. Uh, um, you know, we, we um, you know, remember cancer, um, is a prescribed minimum benefit. And on top mm-hmm. of that, 
it is a um, you have your oncology benefit regardless pretty much of which medical aid you're on so we've had really no problems and the funders have come on board very nicely and there've been no issues whatsoever so it's 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 covered through the oncology benefit and um, you know uh, we're able to to uh, deliver the the treatment to our patients through that fantastic dr reedy um where can our listeners find out more about the service Probably the best way to do it, again, it depends on the type of malignancy that you have. Um, the majority, as I say, are gynecological malignancies, uh, cervix and, and uterine or womb cancer. Um, they, uh, you know, the, the easiest way to probably is to come through the gynae oncology unit for those, the, those um, listeners who are in the KZN area. Um, and uh, uh, that is run by Dr. K. Uh, Governor as well as myself. Uh, and we, uh, you know, uh, you know, embark on treatment with those patients. Um, if, if it's other malignancies, generally your specialist who diagnoses the malignancy would then uh, refer on, all right, and, and they would then do the treatment at Parkland's Hospital. It, again, it depends on the type of malignancy there. Dr. Reddy, thank you so much. Thank you for spending time with us, for explaining more about the treatment and very specifically this new technology. We do appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.